Friday, October the 2nd, 2020. You're listening to the Tanaka Cast, your look at baseball through the lens of Masahiro Tanaka and his many starts. I'm Dan, and I'm joined by Barra. Hey, guys. And today, our first postseason Tanaka special of the of the year. We just got finished um, watching a couple of days ago his first start in the 2020 playoffs. So we have a lot of thoughts about that start, about the Yankees team as a whole, about the playoff picture, and what this three-game series looks like across the, the league. So w- without further ado, I will shut up now, and I will defer to you, my friend, and have you talk, take us through a little bit of Tanaka's start. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the, 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 the first thing that comes to mind here uh, is it was it was a weird start in a weird game, and uh, kind of in very un. It was both uncharacteristic of Tanaka's. It was it was a bad start in the postseason, but also one where Yankees Twitter, Yankees land, Yankees fans, and to be perfectly honest, me as well, think it's also a bit of a mulligan because he was put in a bit of an impossible situation. Uh, where he still managed to then do the very Tanaka thing of like gritting and gutting it out and being pretty key in terms of them winning the whole thing too, which is that they rain delay for about 40, 50 minutes and then they start the game and it starts to rain. Uh, And Tanaka is literally starting to pitch He's pitching when the wind is blowing and the rain is on him like he's in some freaking kind of monsoon movie. So, uh, they, the, the, the Indians go up 1-0 and then they put the tarp back promptly back on. So the, the, so then they're in the delay further again. Uh, fortunately the, both Tanaka and Carrasco's, uh, arms, you know, weren't totally shot by this from, from the, because, you know, like, and my girlfriend asked me, well, why would it be shot? It's like, well, it seems like, you know, once you get a pitcher's arm warmed up, if it gets cold for too long, it's just like really, it's my understanding that's really dangerous for injury in terms of injuries to put them back in. Um, but it obviously wasn't not enough for, for that to be a concern. So they go back out there. Tanaka gives up three other runs, although nothing gave up no runs to the home run this entire thing, which is normally when Tanaka's gotten into, it's because of the long ball. Then, you know, they're 4-0, and then he proceeds to just grit it out and give them three scoreless innings. And according inning two was a 1-2-3. Um, so he was, and uh, he then, you know, the gets on the fifth. Um, he has a 6-4 lead. He'd stake two. We're going to get to how get, they got to the 6-4 lead. Uh, and then he walks a batter. He's also walking people, which is highly unusual. Um and he lifts up double, and then they bring Chad Green in. And one of my favorite memes from that game was, um, Dan, are you familiar with the meme of like Bernie Sanders running with the with, with the suitcase through the through the airport? No, it's great. It's like it's just like him swiftly moving, and he's holding his like, and this is like, um, uh, and the meme is like Chad Green coming to blow Tanaka's game. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, we've discussed about the Yankees' bullpen being a problem. And sure enough, Chad Green gives up a two-run double. Um, but then he's relative to the side, but it's tied up. And we'll, we'll get into what happened after that because the game was literally, the lo- even without the ring delay, the longest 9 inning game in history of baseball that they have recorded in major, the major league. It's insane. I believe it was like four hours and 50 minutes. But yeah. he, um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, that was, the, the Tanaka start was, uh, was definitely not usual. Was not the usual for him. I was wondering what thoughts you had about that particular part of the game. 
Well, I was going to say, good on you if you were able to watch the whole thing for that reason. Like, the game was supposed to start earlier in the evening, and I had done, I was doing Dungeons and Dragons, um, running a campaign. So I figured, okay, I'll sit down while I'm preparing. I will watch this game and see a good portion of it, and then I will, you know, miss the rest of it and run this thing and see what happens. Well, the game gets raid delayed twice. So I'm like, I just kind of have it on in the background. It's kind of flipping between that and the Padres game, I think, on the channel I was watching on. And then it starts. And then I look over, and Tanaka's pitching. And it, like you said, it's a monsoon. Like, it's pouring rain. This guy's throwing the ball. So the, the ground is slick. The pitch is, like, everything's slick. I'm thinking, this is nuts. And then they rain delay it again. But by the time the game start actually really gets going and starts, like my session's about to begin, so I, I walk away. I do a three-hour session of Dungeons and Dragons and stop the game and go to my phone, and it's like the seventh inning. <laughs> I'm like, how is this game still going on? I, I, I honestly did not know until you just told me that that it was the longest recorded game ever, but I don't doubt it based on that fact alone yeah it was it was it was absolutely crazy um and i should also note that as you know tanaka takes responsibility for everything and he did take responsibility for his bad performance but he was like you know it's like really you can't pitch in that type of thing like he was it was like grudge it, it, it and for for most players it's very rare for them even to take grudging responsibility for bad things happening when they pitch but so Tanaka saying we're taking grudging responsibility and pointing out that yeah those conditions sucked is the equivalent of a normal baseball player being a pitch being yeah it was bullshit out there I shouldn't have been playing whatsoever fuck you major league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I will also say that uh, you know although it definitely affects his postseason numbers uh, it should be noted that playoff Tanaka happens in October. Technically, and that was not an October game. <laughs> That's true. So it's all out the window. We can't. We can't. You know, we can't talk. Can't talk about it in the same light. Yeah. But the game itself was was insane. In Some wild. of the defensive and offensive plays. Um, I want to. I know you want to gush about Gio. Gio Urshela, my second favorite player, who picked up my first favorite player on his beautiful smiling shoulders. <laughs> I, I want to talk about Brad Hand on the Indians, but you talk about you... Brad Hand first. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'll just say that. Wow. Like, so when that when my session was over, I start I start watching the game again, and this man, I so I looked at it after the fact. He had he's a relief pitcher. Had roughly like a two to three ERA on every one of his starts leading up to this all year as their relief pitcher. Like, without without fail, two to three ERA. All of a sudden, you look at this last this last game, the, the one that counts, right, the, the playoff, and it's a 27 ERA. This, this man got eviscerated on the plate, and he had, in my opinion, in my opinion, he lost them the game, the, the Indians, because they were... I think the Yankees had their back on the wall against the wall at this point. They were down, and he missed like this little chop ball. I forget who hit it on the Yankees that landed right in his glove. And if you watch the replay, it literally lands right in his glove, and he just takes his eye off of it, and it pops right out. I um, believe that was a uh, Glaber Torres ball yeah. hit. Um, and, and that could have uh, that could have possibly 
been turned into a double play right there. Or at the very least, there's a possibility he could have gone one of the one of the runners out, um, which right. changes which changes your which which, uh, which changes your math. Um, right. If that's the case, then uh, Gar then Gary Sanchez can't score on a sack fly. He has to hit a base hit, and uh, right. so yeah, and uh, yeah, and then then DJ and if he doesn't get these hit, the 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 game's over. Uh, yeah. No, it was uh, it was wild, and that was uh, you know they're down nine eight, and they put together this incredible run of uh, some of it was the was the Indians fucking up, uh, some other was was like some great hit, like you know Giancarlo Stanton draws a walk uh, to be the to be the tying run, and then Gio Urshela like basically digs a ball that would have been almost in the dirt if not in the dirt, and gets a single. That name comes up throughout the flipping game, and. Then Labor Torres is that wild chopper that Brad Hand mishandles, uh, and everybody's safe. Brett Gardner strikes out, and then Gary Sanchez comes up. They need a sack fly to tie the game. Gary Sanchez hits a sack fly. <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, DJ LeMahieu comes up, and DJ LeMahieu, the AL batting title leader, the only person to win a batting title in the AL and the NL, um... And he just hits himself a, a base hit, 0-2. Um, gets on base, does a little shoulder shimmy. Jew <laughs> uh, Urshela scores that run. And then, you know, they take it to Chapman for the ninth inning. And uh, Chapman, we'll talk about this a little more, but, like, Chapman's literally, although imperfect, literally I think the only part of the Yankees' bullpen that I trust at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, like everybody else. And like, and this is with Chapman having given up uh, the, the go-ahead run previously, but, you know, it wasn't off of, like, it wasn't off an, it wasn't, it wasn't off a terrible pitch. And he was, you know, he was, like, through seven. And he also worked two innings, which he doesn't normally do. But he certainly, that he showed that capability and that Boone trusted him with that capability was... Uh, was uh was was significant uh but yeah what do you what are some of your thoughts on this um it was interesting that i mean listen your the bullpen wasn't perfect but uh, obviously and they had to be they they called themselves in a little earlier than possibly anticipated but although you can say the same thing for the indians but the uh they weren't horrible i mean britain come in and let a couple runs in and Chad Green and, and whatnot, but you're right. Chapman was was good, um, so that was a bright spot. Um, I don't know. I just think it's it's a it's it's it was a nice game for grit and determination to to win. Mm-hmm. And it was good to see a game where you know Tanaka. We often talk about throughout the his, throughout the season. We talk about games where he pitches really well and. You know they don't really help him offensively, and in this game he didn't pitch very well, but his offense helped him out, and really the really the whole bullpen too. Um, the offense helped them out and helped them win. Um, although from what I saw, I didn't feel I wouldn't have felt as if I was a Yankees fan. I wouldn't have felt bad going into a game three. It it, it seemed I don't know what it was about it. It seemed in hand. See, it, for for me, I would have felt very because I felt that they they were just emptying their tank with this one. Feel yeah. like they, for them to lose this would have been just like a morally devastating. Mm. And then you're also basically honestly having an almost impossible choice of like, do you go with J Hap, who's a, been reliable and had a good year, but 
has also blown up in the postseason and you know he's not an ace or do you go with Davey Garcia who's been fantastic but got rocked his last time and is 21 years old um, it's a and you know this is also after you burn a lot of but it, it was a bit crazy I, I will say that um, you know the the lead shifting was was nuts I mean Gary Sanchez gets the get, hits a go ahead home run uh, to, to make it 8-6 and then you know Britain comes in for G Green does a pretty good job uh, but then walks two people and then uh, they bring in Loizaga for matchup purposes after like the Indians pull their best hitter in the series for a guy to face Britain the Yankees bring in Loizaga and then with two st- oh, strikes and two outs this guy uh, throws a slider when he couldn't touch it when his heater couldn't have been touched and then Loizaga's ball is taken on a to a two-run scoring double, and it's all looped up. And then they go ahead of a single off a of Chapman, uh, and it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, it. And then they have that incredible rally. Uh, but what I'll say is also, what's crazy was is that um, they erased the Tanaka difference and off of again Gio Urshela being an absolute animal. And bases loaded, three two, which you know chased Carrasco off the mound, um, and it's a four, three ten out. It's four one since Sean uh, Carlos Stanton uh, hit hit himself a homer. Was is that Shiro Shuffle, three two count? He hits a grand freaking slam, and I got to hear that that uh, hear that live, and that was incredible. Like I was splitting my attention between doing like a little a computer game with my friends and listening to it, and then. It was it was just so nuts, uh, and I also will say I think I said this before. It's not just the guy I like the two of them. I do think that there's like a synergy between like Urshela and Tanaka. Like Urshela is probably one of the best fielders in the game, and he's an amazing third baseman. And I think that he picks up Tanaka in terms of like helping up the defensive thing. And also a lot of times like his his baseball, uh, just like his uh, his his uh, offensively, he can also just come in with in clutch spots. And yeah, that was a clutch grand slam, put him ahead, and then he did that. He was the he ended up being the winning run, and he got on base through another one of those clutch hits. Uh, so, so yeah, it's a uh, it was pretty cool seeing Geo. But um, there was another play that he did that I want you to talk about. Uh, oh, the uh, the uh, the he, where he sa- yeah he saved the game in another way with his glove. <clears throat> yeah, that was just an incredible play. Um, I forget who hit it, who uh, hit it, but. Ball just comes flying. Um, he was pretty far to the to the to our right of the of of the of third, but he he dives for a ball, spins himself like 180 degrees, like breakdance style, on his butt, and then throws it like this perfect bullet to second base, which was just I don't know when you saw it in action, you're like, holy cow! And you know, turned a double play on really a nothing play. I mean, he. He caught the ball, which is good, but I don't know. It, it was just really a really, really impressive, uh, really impressive throw under pressure. So that was that was pretty cool. Well, yeah, no, it was it was an incredible double play. Um, also, the Yankees have this championship belt that they give to people who uh, who who help who to win each game, and uh, it was pretty cute. The, the, in his post game interview, it's sort of like a Chiu, who got the belt, and he was like me. <laughs> 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 smile. Although uh, I will also say that if you're a John Carlos Stanton fan and hold out, because I know he's been streaky in the past, 
it's he gets injured or he you know strikes out a lot you know it, it's gonna be reassuring to see his game too of what i'm just looking through here the homer the, the walk. score the, the the walk the score in the fourth or the hit in the fourth that got him if, if it wasn't a walk that got him on the grand slam um the the, the sack fly like good to see him contributing in you that know, way he, pretty significantly he... No, it's uh, I. I've not really been a fan of Giancarlo Stanton for in his tenure here, but he's he's growing on me, and I think it's because it's just you know he's a he's sliding into and uh, and making contributions, which is which is great, uh, and yeah. No, so I think that that's uh, I think that's pretty I uh, I think that that's pretty I think that that's pretty cool. Um, uh, I think that that's pretty cool overall. Uh, and yeah, no, I so, say so. So, so yeah, and, and it was a, it was a, it was a fun game. It was a fun game. I actually went in for the last of it since I have neighbors and such, and just feeling antsy for that big rally in the ninth. I ended up just like driving, taking my car and driving uh, from Northampton to Amherst in Massachusetts, and then back just uh, and celebrating in the car when things went well. It was. It was a roller coaster. Uh, I do think it was a bit of a must win. Uh, you know, it definitely makes it so you wanted to uh, have the bats come out early and <laughs> for your starters to be longer so the bullpen has less of an opportunity to do things. And, uh, you know, it makes me I, – I'm pumped for uh, for this upcoming ALDS. Uh, anything you want to add, add about this game before we, we go into that? Well, I, I don't think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so – so, anyways, why don't you talk a little about like you know this uh well uh well about you know what what it's looking like for um for this for this ALDS and also w- w- between the Yankees and the Rays and also just the the ALDS overall um in terms of the the e- each one. Well, before I get there, sorry, we should we should um we should cover my bad for not bringing it up earlier. Masahiro's tweet following the game. I'm yes. glad that the sport of baseball was a team sport. <laughs> it was a match that had many things. <laughs> but in the end, I couldn't keep up and realize my lack of power. In the next series, we'll make adjustments again so that we can get a quick look. So I'm sure there's a lot of lot lost in translation there, but that was, that was pretty funny. He's glad it's a team sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, will definitely not be Moss's last start um, as a Yankee. It will be interesting to see in this ALDS whether they keep him in the two spot or they put him into the three spot. Uh, I don't think it's a lack of confidence from, from, with. I don't think this game is going to rock Boone's confidence in Massa. To be perfectly honest, like he actually let him go out for the fifth, and that was the main thing that he was wondering about about whether whether to let him him go out again or not. Obviously. You know, it didn't work out because he let two base runners on, um, but he also wasn't the person who let them score. So, you know, it's a... But I think that the rainstorm and the delay essentially gives Masa a bit of a mulligan. Right. And I think that... uh, So I I don't think he's going to be pushed back through that. I think the main question in their heads really is, is that do you want Masahiro Tanaka going number two in order to get them into a position to win? Or do you want to... Have him go number three. Hope that Cole, well, you know, hope that whoever, whether Hap or Garcia, can win the can win the second game and Cole can win the first. So then you have Tanaka in the big game thing of like, 
can you end the raise here? Right. So I think there's a question of whether you want him as number two or ending the raise here. I also think it's interesting, to say the least, that uh, that's if you use him in game three, I don't think there's really any way you can have him come in in game five in any kind of weird relief situation. Um, I And it still may be too much to have him come in in weird relief situation in game five as well. But Tanaka's been historically good against the Rays. Uh, he is a gamer. And I'm curious if it gets to game five, which hopefully it doesn't, if Cole on short rest can't make the can't make it happen and also they're like nervous about their bullpen, it would be interesting to see if you can use Madison use Tanaka, Madison Bumgarner style to be like, okay, Cole is in trouble in the middle of the third in, in the middle of the third inning. Let's send Tank out here to get like to, to, to pitch for four to, to pitch for four innings and just like blank them. Right. Um, but and I don't think you can do that if he pitches game three. I think you can possibly do that if he pitches game two. Uh, but even then, I mean, I don't, it, it's, I am not an expert on like how much rest and stuff they need, but it's, I think that that's, that's interesting. I mean, if this was a normal series with normal amounts of rest, um, yeah, but I believe it's literally five games in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because there's no I, traveling. Remember, right, they're say, in the same location. Makes sense too, because they're in the same location, right? Yeah. Yep, it's five, literally five games in a row. <laughs> so yeah, if you so that's why Cole pitching in Game Five would be on way short rest. Um, if right. Tank was going to come into some kind of release, he'd have two days of rest before you know before but before pitching the ninth. But it would be literally one day of rest if he if he pitches um, uh, on Wednesday. And they officially that obviously means they officially moved to that isolated site or the. Um, yep. It's in San Diego. It's a neutral. It's a neutral site. Neutral is what I meant to say. I don't know why I said isolated. The neutral site. Uh, so with that in mind, like one thing we were talking about that we didn't realize, uh, we're record as we're recording this, we know the placement of every team except for between San Diego and St. Louis. But if San Diego wins, we discovered that the division series across the board will be interdivision. <laughs> Which is yes. insane. So Tampa Bay playing New York, uh, Houston playing Oakland, Atlanta playing Miami, and then the LA, um, San Diego uh, matchup potentially, which would be pretty interesting. And uh, like you guys again, kind of, um, I'd I'd be really curious to see the Houston, um, the Astros A's series if that happened. <laughs> no, I mean Astros A's is going to be fascinating. Uh... It's going to be, I mean, you know, the Astros do not have Justin Verlander this year. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't have Garrett Cole. You know, that's uh, a lot of, you know, I think the scariness of the Astros. Um, They don't have, you know, they didn't have him last year either, but they don't have Dallas Keuchel. I mean, they, a lot of, you know what else they don't have? They don't have trash cans. That's right. They don't have trash cans either. And I mean, honestly, the numbers, (laughs) the numbers have dropped between this year and, previous years for everybody's era is devastating yeah. uh like everyone in that Astros team was hitting amazingly beforehand and this year they're all hitting pretty pedestrian yeah which is again so fucking damning yeah. <laughs> and i mean also to be perfectly honest it uh it really uh it's it, it, it really does show that like yeah i guess it matters and again you know 
whatever sample size, etc. Sixty games. Right. It's but you know it's it, it's a, it's at least a point size for yeah. No, it wasn't like a small. It's actually more that gives it more of an argument for more of an advantage than even I thought it was. Yeah. To be perfectly frank. Um, because, but then again, I guess if you can know when to hop on a pitch, that will up your bat, your batting average. Uh, and keep in mind also that the Astros. I mean, I think I forget who who was it's someone on the Astros saying like, yeah. Oh, Correa. Could, yeah. Was Correa wasn't Correa saying like, yeah, I could hit like three hundred three hundred something all the time if I was only trying to get on base. Oh no, um, I'm sorry. Correa just said something about how I don't know something about how they are defying the haters because they made it through the first round or something. Someone was saying like, "Congrats on being a 500 team." <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so we'll, we'll 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 see if they if they beat the A's, then that's going to be something to talk about. Especially since if it's another Yankees Astros uh, ALCS, my gosh. <laughs> What did you, what did you think of the three game series format as a whole? In you know, in park, that was so. Uh, it was really dramatic. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I I, I thought it was uh, yeah I thought it was really I thought it was really dramatic, and uh, and yeah, um, you know I think that it's uh, you know it's, yeah I think it was I think it was a really dramatic situation, and. And I actually I didn't hate it. I think that there's definitely arguments to be said about, uh, you know, it didn't really reward a team for finishing first, but it also I don't think felt unfair. Like you have three game, you have a, this is best of three. You can you win a game, and either you tie it up or you go home. Well, and either the team that lost either ties it up or they go home. Like it did not. I I just don't see how you you can call that arbitrary. It certainly means that it creates all hands on deck situations sooner rather than later, but I don't mind that. I don't mind with those moments of the playoffs where like crazy shit happens, and you know Andrew Miller goes for four innings because he can do that now. When like someone with hardly any rest comes in, like I, I honestly think that this was a crazy dramatic game that we just watched, but I think it, this was a format that encourages drama. And I don't think that's a bad thing. So however you want to do it in terms of expansion or contracting it back to just a 16 playoff, I think the first round really should be best of three because, again, it encourages drama and it also is fair because it's just like, yeah, you can't one. It's not one fluky game and you go home. It's you're allowed your fluky game, but then you have to fucking step up and prove that game was a fluke. Yeah. And, and, I, know, I always struggle. I always struggle back and forth between shortened series and longer series because I can see the merits of both. But I think I, I think I gravitate more towards the shorter series. Mm. Like, you think about the most popular sport, viewership-wise, in football, and those are one, those are one and done situations all year. Um, yeah. Well, I guess in the division you play what a team twice, I think. Twice, but, division. but the still, playoffs like, are are one and done. And I mean, you can also take a look at soccer. Like it's, uh, although in the World Cup, it's uh, it gets into knockouts. But I think it's, uh, isn't there weird shit in Europe with their tournaments where it's just like you know you have uh, you you play both games, you play a game at each team's field, and then it's based off of like goal differential. Um, I'm not totally sure, but like there is, the the, the series are short in soccer as well too. Right. 
So I think there's some merit to that, but I got the I got the we don't want an entire team's a team's entire season to be dictated by one game in case somebody's having an off day. But I also think there's a point where you look at the NBA playoffs and like the first round is almost always the top four teams make it to the second round, but they they have these seven game slogs to get there. Just absolutely boring. The most I mean, boring. <laughs> it's another sport, but I would say that I think there's a lot. It would be a lot of merit for the NBA to make the first round of the playoffs into five games. Right, at least three, yeah. five. Like you're gonna blow them out. Just blow them out. Do it quickly. Get it over with. Yeah. No, for sure, and and yeah, and I mean, uh, but no, and I, but but yeah, I I think that, that this is it was also pretty cool that this was not just a three game series, but a three game series over at the most three days. Yeah. So it again just like made it so like okay, it's moving forward. And to be honest, it's crazy and weird the compression, but I really like that. Hey, it's going to be five games in a row for the LDS. It's just like yeah. no stop, no rest, keep keep going. Yep. And it's different, but once again, I think that's, you know, I mean, you know, I think from this game, it's like any team that is able to like hoist out world, world series trophy, uh, <laughs> is, is going to have like earned it through this, this crazy postseason gauntlet. Uh, and who knows? I mean, like it's also, I just keep on having images of like, you know, whoever, especially if like we go back to the lockdown and stuff or COVID, just, I mean, imagine like whoever wins it like you know instead of a parade everybody's like locked in their apartments and then the baseball players are like walking down the <laughs> street holding the trophy <laughs> people are like looking from their windows <sighs> so I, I, I have to ask because we didn't do this but now that I have it all pulled up in front of me and it's a little simpler yeah let's like let's just go around let's just go around the I don't know if you know enough, but let's go around the table and look at these series coming up and get your thoughts. Like, obviously, I know you're picking the Yankees for the ALDS. I'm picking the Yankees for the ALDS, but, like, let's be real. Um, The Rays are a great team. There's a lot of bad blood between the two of them. Um, These are both teams that know each other. Uh, It's going to – so, you know, even regardless of bad blood, they know how to hit against one another – and pitch against one another. It's going to be, I you know, I hope the Yankees do it. I would. I have some confidence in their ability to beat them. But like, Rays are not going to be any kind of pushover. They're what they are. They are not here by fluke. They're the number one seed, and they are most definitely competitors to not just win this series, but to win the ALCS and to become World Series champions. Right. Uh, so, I uh, I think that yes, at least that. But um, but yeah, let's let's go through the others. Houston and Oakland. You know what? I am going to pick Oakland, but it would not surprise me if Houston sneaks through. Like, even with, like, not having Verlander, I do think a chip on your shoulder is a powerful thing. I think being in October before matters. Uh, and, you know, Oakland hasn't had, like, you know. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to pick Oakland, but I just sort of feel that Houston's going to, like, Sneak through and, and and make it happen. Who, who are you picking that there? That that's exactly how I feel. I I feel that um, I want Oakland to win, but I feel that Houston's going to win. Yeah, I, I and I, I yeah yeah I think that that's 
think that's my thought process. I think the Yankees are going to beat Tampa Bay knocking wood, but I think it's going to be a heck of a series. And I think it's going to be a heck of a series how many games it goes to. Because I think that even if it's three games out for for other, like, I don't see this as really like a, a series of blowouts. I could be wrong. It is possible, but I'm seeing this as like close games with good pitching that really come down to one or two mistakes by you. Yeah. And so, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be an I'm gonna be an ass mm-hmm. and pick. I I'm going to root for the cast <laughs> and in root with you for the Yankees as much as this is, pains me to do, but. <laughs> I still, I, I still feel like in the same way. I just picked Houston over Oakland, that Tampa Bay. They have to have more pitching going on in Tampa Bay. Um, I just worry about the starting pitching situation over a five-game series that doesn't, that doesn't have any breaks. <laughs> Garrett Cole is going to be available for Game Five, but sort of. Yeah. And that's not where you want to be. You want right. to have your ace ready for Game Five, right. and that's an open question. Um, do you think Tank is going to win his game against the Rays? Uh, yes. I think he's going to rebound from his last start, even if it was considered a mulligan by fans and ownership alike. I th- uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's pissed, and I think knock on wood, he's just going to go out and just like throw smoke. Now whether it's whether the Yanks can give him the run support is always an open question, but I think he's going to go knock on wood strong and deep into this game. And yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> let let me let me let me take that back and say I think he's going to play well. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be at least a quality start, and I think he's makes and I think he gives and I think he goes seven innings. Um, oh wow, I don't think he goes seven, but oh, I think he goes seven. I think he's I think he deals and goes and and and, uh, and goes at, and goes at least seven innings. Um, and yeah, and then from there, it's just a question of like you know, does he get run support and does whoever he hands the ball off, if he hands it off, um, do they uh, if we, you know to do it? It will also be interesting if his pitch count is okay and he's dealing. Um, again, I think it's a question of, uh, and it, if you notice, Boone didn't pull him until uh, until it really was until right. you know dire. the home run could, could dire. Uh, it's especially without the bullpen is. I am curious how long if his pitch count's okay and he's dealing, Boone lets him go into that game. Like does Tanaka's never been allowed to go a full nine in a playoff series? I'm curious whether if he's dealing, Boone's just like okay, Massa, do the thing. Right, um, especially since he has done complete game shutouts against the Rays before, um, he knows how to pitch against, and it's going to be a neutral side. So it's going to be interesting. I am, I am very, I'm very curious, uh, curious about how how that goes. Um, also, how the outfield. I mean, this is a neutral site. How the outfielders play things and are able to like rob or not rob home run balls is going to be different. Like you know, if you're playing in your home field. You know how to play off the green monster. You know how to hit off the group. You hit, hit around the green monster. You know how to play off or hit around that front porch. These guys don't fucking know the San Diego st- st- Stadium right. from Adam. Yep. <laughs> no one knows. The, going well, on. the data nerds will give them all they need to know. But yes, that you're correct. Yeah, they don't have the feel. Different. There's no feel. Yes, there's no feel for it. Exactly. There's no. Di- and, and and when they do those crazy rob a home run play, I I don't think anyone's thinking about data. It's just like okay, I know I can jump and get this. <laughs> It's all zeros and ones, Barra. <laughs> We're just living in it. No. Uh, yeah. So, so someone's drink, been drinking the Heim Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking for that gig, you know. Once it doesn't work out with Heim Bloom, because he, he doesn't want to bring Cora back, but everybody else does. But anyway, it's uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 interesting that Heim, Heim Bloom doesn't want to bring Cora back, but uh, we'll see. 
We will. We will definitely. We'll definitely. We'll definitely have to have, have to see about that one. Uh, uh, do so, you know enough about the National League to make any calls there, or do you want to just skip that entirely? If it's Dodgers Padres, I'm gonna go Little Brother. Really? If it's Do- like I, if it's Dodgers and Cardinals, I think the Dodgers smash the Cardinals and they go hoppity hop hop to the World Series. If it's Dodgers Padres, I think Little Brother goes in and they're like, no, not this, not tonight. And I predict the Padres just like cruise fucking through. Um, in terms of Rays and Marlins, the, the the Marlins just took out the Cubs. They took out the Cubs in two games, man. Um, the Marlins are a hot team. I don't think they're necessarily hot enough to make that World Series, but I do think that they're going to beat the Braves. Um, yeah, I actually I agree with you on the Marlins piece. I, on the Nash, on the other series, though, I I am rooting for and like the Dodgers. Well, of course, you're rooting for Mookie. That's exactly right. Now, you're like, it's Mookie time. It's just like, wise, show us I'd what we missed. Right. I'd love, to, I'd love for Mookie to just be like, yep. Now, granted, it's not just him. Like, Kershaw just had a killer game, but like. No, no. And, and listen, the, the main reason to want the Dodgers to win anything is I don't think anyone dislikes Clayton Kershaw. I mean, Giants fans probably do, but like, I don't dislike Clayton Kershaw. I am sad that he hasn't won a World Series. I would like him to get a fucking ring. Um, so, yeah, I think that there is... Certainly, I would not feel bad if the Dodgers won it all because I like Clayton Clint Kershaw. I like Mookie Betts. Um, clearly, if it's a Yanks-Dodgers series, which, of course, I think MLB, a lot of MLB would love, um, since that's classic and huge fan base, etc. I mean, of course, I'm going to be rooting for, for my man Tank, but, like, Mookie Betts versus the Yankees in the World Series. I mean, come on. Uh, you would actually, Boston would actually watch that. Yeah. <laughs> also, the one problem is like, can you imagine just like the awful, terrible, but actually pretty correct, just like takes from like Boston sports talking heads of like, you see that? Yeah. <laughs> you fucked up, Hyme. <laughs> Agreed. Up. Agreed. But, but, or but, the but alternative where. All the Boston fans just follow Mookie to Los Angeles and become Dodgers fans. Dodgers fans. <laughs> after, after the Red Sox have been basically irrelevant for quite a while now. Ugh, I sports mean, years. what do you mean by quite a while? You won in 2018. <laughs> you won in 2018. I mean, I, as a Yankees fan, I certainly cannot cannot claim humility or being okay with championships. But like, jeez, this is like one, two. Three is it? Is it three World Series in the twenty first century? Uh, that sucks. Yeah, because it was two thousand four, that yeah. cursed year. Seven, and and then you got seven, and then uh, wasn't there? Oh no, nope, nope. four. There, I'm sorry, there's twenty thirteen. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, was gonna and then twenty eighteen. Yeah, no, twenty thirteen. Of course, how can I feel? that was the Kud- <laughs> that was the Koji Uehara one. <laughs> Cody Uhara was great. Four World Series titles. It's so irrelevant. The Yankees have had, and well, we've had no, just two, two in that. Just it's not I enough. I say, I say, as my is my cousins who who root for the Mariners but have given up hope, just like shake their head. When um, you, yeah. When you've lived in New England your whole life, you come to understand that if you're not winning a championship every year, then it's a failure. See, I think if you remember, like you know, before before the I actually blame the Patriots for that. 
And yeah. I'll tell you why. Before Patriots, you had Celtics teams that were good and created that dominance. But, you know, that was still, you know, and they gave championships. That was still a suspect. And then you have, you know, you had a Bruins team that didn't really convert once in like 48 years. Dutch, although they had that great period in the 19th uh, period beforehand. Um, but, you know, like the Red Sox were just not doing so well. And then, then the Red Sox did become an amazing 21st century dynasty. But they did it at the same time the Pats were good. And so I feel like that and the Celtics won a championship and the Bruins won a championship. But I think that like the Pats just being consistently the best team in football just created this expectation in New England that we that this is the championship city. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, it's been going on for a long time. So people who are my age kind of grew up with that. Exactly, that winning, exactly. That winning, uh, mindset. Like, literally, Tom Brady came back to the All I Do Is Win, Win, Win song. Right. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, there are people who are, like, you know, could, you know, die happy at, like, 70, 80 years old when the Red Sox won. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it took so long for them to get good. And, you know, and in terms of, like, you know, being... You know, embarrassments of riches and stuff, you know, like, as Yankees fans and now Red Sox fans, when you, now you're officially, like, a winning team that expects championships and not disappointment. Um, like, you know, there is a, you know, like, I mean, my grandfather was a big, Pit, Grandpa Nick was a big Pittsburgh Pirates fan. And, you know, the last time the Pittsburgh Pirates won a World Series... And we're not talking about, like, you know, the Mariners stuff, like teams that were just have the drugs. But, you know, a, a legacy team with people that, like, you know, with, with people that love them. It was 1979. Now, yeah. granted, that's not the Cubs, but that's also, like, no millennial was born when that happened. Yeah. That's just, like, old Gen Xers. Like, no one's in their 30s. And everyone's in their 40s who was even born around that time. Like, no one actually, like, properly remembers that who's not in their 40s creeping up into 50s. Um... And that's, yeah, it's, so it's like, uh, so, you know, like, it's it's an embarrassment of riches that we have. Like, you know, yes, as a Yanks fan, we have not won since 2009. I'm hungry for it, but if you're just like, you know, <laughs> I, I understand the hatred that comes towards my team. And I, I think you as a Red Sox fan probably uh, will now appreciate, like, no one is going to smallest violin the Red Sox at this point out of the like, yeah. four in the 21st century. Yeah. Or everyone's gonna small did small violence, so it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I think that somehow the Astros are gonna sneak fucking through, and yeah, I just think the Boom Boom Padres um, are gonna—they're just gonna see their enemy. <laughs> and it's gonna be like it's time. <laughs> but if the Padres don't make it to the World Series, the uh, the Dodgers will. Um, that's that's my prediction for the National League. Yeah. Um, so yeah okay. yeah so 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 yeah this is this is good stuff is there anything else we want to go over at this point well when when is tanaka's next start assuming he starts game two we don't if he starts game two it's tuesday but if it's gotcha. game three where they're going to try to use the dagger in his heart technique dagger in the heart technique um it's wednesday it'll be wednesday so a lot of rest for him regardless of what happens uh yeah <laughs> monday <laughs> tuesday yankees tampa bay wednesday yankees tampa bay 
Yep, yep. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Tampa Bay. Wednesday, Thursday, Tampa Bay. Friday, Tampa Bay. For all the marvels. Can Garrett Cole do it on short rest? Do it on short rest. <laughs> Will Tanaka come and save the day? <laughs> well, if we haven't lost you after that display from the both of us, you yeah, can find us. <laughs> But where can they find us? <laughs> on spoilermedia.net slash TanakaCast. Uh, you can also find us on popular podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and things of that sort. You can subscribe to us, leave reviews, whatever you want to do. We appreciate it. And that's where you can find us. Yeah. Uh, we will air our next episode after Tanaka's start, so probably either... Probably around Thursday next week. Yeah, Thursday yeah, I would Thursday. say it would be around Thursday or Wednesday, depending when it is. And yeah. uh, we'll certainly have a lot to say. And you know, also it's going to be, oh, we're going to see the way the rest of this playoff picture is developed. And I'm excited to watch a lot of baseball, to be perfectly honest. Um, and I'm also excited that uh, you know, like as someone who is a uh, watcher and is a listener, or I should say a listener, because I just do it with the radio most of the time. Or my app, which says the radio broadcast, or and a, a and a, well, uh, someone who follows baseball in the regular season, which is once again shows I'm just really an old ninety year old Jewish man at heart. Um, it's nice that I'm not alone right now. <laughs> like, a lot of my friends, even who are baseball fans, don't really pay attention to the postseason until yeah. the postseason. Which is fine because I used to be a, that kind of baseball fan. So it's nice that this is something where more people are going to be paying attention to and. I'm excited that hopefully the national conversation goes to baseball because it's bigger because you know there's a lot of good interesting teams there's going to be a lot of interesting storylines and I I'm just I'm I'm pumped uh, I'm pumped and uh, I'm pumped to see Tank in it I will say that with this format I think being like no rest whatsoever that there is a high likelihood that even if they make it past um, you're probably in each season there's a good chance you series you only see like one Tanaka start. I right. mean, in a seven-game series, in a seven-game series, he can start the second, and then he would be appearing in, like, the... Uh, he'd be appearing in either the sixth or the seventh game, I think, right. is a possibility, depending if you want to do a long or short rest. But it's not like it is with normally, where, like, you're in the second game, you pitch the second game, you uh, you get to pitch the four, the, 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 four, the, the fifth or six. Well, first game, it's generally the fifth, and the second game, you, game, you pitch the sixth. So it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting situation for sure. Agreed. Well, I can't wait to uh, follow along with you all, every step of the way and continue to put out this quality content. So thank you, as always, my friend. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the listener. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Amen to that.